The Golden Valley's 95.3 Triple M, Australia's Night of Nights, or it is more affectionately known, the Arias are coming soon, the 27th of November, up in Sydney, the who's who of Australian and international music, which I'm going to talk about a little bit, because I don't know if I agree with that, uh, are going to be descending on Sydney uh, to see who really is the best of the best. There is a swag of categories, everything from best live act to best group, best male artist, best female artist, best independent release, and so on and so forth. Now, but there are so many. We're not going to go through every single one. We will go through a few of the big awards, and I simply can't tackle this job on my own. I need to find someone that's as passionate about Australian music as me. And I think I've found that person in my soulmate, Cassie Walker. She's the Triple M Digital Music Lead down in Melbourne. She joins me. Cassie, hello. Hello. Now, I just need to correct you there. You did say it was night of nights, but it's more of an afternoon of afternoons. Oh, well, afternoon that goes into night. Uh, It's such an early thing. If you're actually at the Arias, it's not very rock and roll. No, it's not. And I actually have been a couple of times and yeah, like you're in and out. Like you're pretty, the event's pretty much over by like 8.30 or something like that. Um, Cause they have to go to all the label parties um, that uh, happen afterwards. Uh, and I'm not bragging, but I did sneak into one of those uh, when I went to the Arias. I won't say which one, I might get in trouble, um, but uh, it's pretty cool. It is. And it's a great event. And I mean, for everyone at home, when you are watching it, it is the night of nights and it is a great opportunity to celebrate Australian music. And although the the results might not be what we were expecting this year or the noms might not be what we expected, at least it is a great night of celebrating Aussie music. You get some music on your lounge room, on your telly there. Um, No better excuse to celebrate, I think, some great wins that we've seen this year. for Aussie music, it's been huge. It has been huge. And, and you and I, we're not being biased. I mean, we love all kinds of music, Cassie, but we are more leaning towards the rock camp uh, in what we do enjoy. Uh, and I've seen a real resurgence in rock and roll um, with the names that I'm seeing here, which is great because I think over the last few years, I felt a little bit left out um, with the bands that I enjoy very much. How do you feel? Look, I think that the rock category is always a little conflicting and does um, cause for a few arguments because there has been in the past some bands that aren't considered rock mm. in that. Saying that, we can also have some... Can we name and shame them or we're we not going to do that? Oh, I don't... I don't. That's not me. That's mm. not my personality. All right, I'll but... bite my lip, fine. <laughs> We do have a lot of rock acts um, in a few other categories as well this year with the Best Blues and Roots album and also Hard Rock and Heavy Metal. Um, so do you want to get into it? Certainly do want to get into it. Now, what we might do is we we'll jump into that one, the Best Blues and Roots album up the top of the page. Now, we've got some big names in here. Um, oh, I don't know how you pick this one. We've got Dan Sultan. We've got the John Butler Trio. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard fishing for... Fi- oh, I just don't, every time I see their name, it makes me laugh. Uh, Paul Kelly and the Teskey Brothers. Now, we know very well that Paul Kelly and the Teskey Brothers are regular rotations here on Triple M. They've been a big part of Oztober this month. This is a very hard one because Paul Kelly is basically the godfather um, of a lot of Australian music. But the Teskey Brothers have been kicking a lot of goals um, with their music, uh, not just here in Australia, but around the world. Uh, how do you feel? Feel about them, Cassie? Well, both of those artists have already taken home an aria this year. Paul Kelly with Best Jazz Album. I think, no, Best Classical Album. Mm. And the Teskey Brothers for the Best Engineers. So they're both already winners. It's a hard one. Although Paul Kelly is an absolute legend and deserves every piece of recognition he gets. He just played at the AFL Grand Final. He is winning 
this year. I think the Teskies are going to take it home. Mm. But knowing those guys, they're probably going to feel really guilty for taking the gong from Paul because they're such influencers. Um, they're so influenced by Paul, you know, and they're such fans of Paul. I think anyone else that's going to take home that award, if it isn't Paul, they're going to feel pretty bad. Has Paul even got any room left for any more awards in his house? Like, I mean, he must, he must have, like, the biggest... He must have a big shit out the back, just, you know, covered wall to wall in, in awards that he's picked up over the years. But... At the same time, like, you know, I look at John Butler, uh, who's, I think, one of the country's greatest songwriters uh, and performers as well. We haven't seen John uh, in a little while. Do you know what he's been doing? Uh, last year, we had him play at Triple M Melbourne's grand final Eve Eve party, and he's incredible, and he's one of those voices that you kind of forget just how good he is live, and it's like, are you even... Like, how do you do that? He does it mm. so effortlessly. Uh, he always waves that flag for independent artists as well. He started off busking in the Frio markets and he's still doing everything DIY at home with him and his wife. And I just think that in terms of DIY ethic and hard work that jo John deserves it. But they're all such great norms this year. They are very good norms. And, you know, again, uh, to be in that field, I think, is, a, is, a, is an honour in itself. Let's, um, okay, so I'll call it. I'm going to say Teskey Brothers. Yeah, I think I've got to agree with you there. I think Teskies mm. are going to take this one home. Yeah, I think they deserve it too. I'm going to jump down to a few here. I'm going to go to Best Group, Cassie. And this, again, is another hard-fought-out field. Uh, five Seconds of Summer. Uh, birds, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say any more, but I think you know what I was. What that laugh meant. Birds of Tokyo, the Hilltop Hoods, who I absolutely adore, um, Rufus de Sol, and the Teskey Brothers again. I mean, I don't know how many nominations they have, but it's getting up there. Uh, Birds of Tokyo, Cassie, have had a huge year. Their tracks, Good Lord, uh, um, the, greatest the Greatest Mistakes, mistake. yep, yeah. which we've been loving here on Triple M. Uh, again, Good Airplay. Um, I had a chat to the to Adam and Ian. And uh, they're riding high. Um, obviously, Good Lord was a song that was written uh, from some pain that Kenny went through with a very tough breakup. And our Triple M listeners have responded very well. I'm putting everything I have behind Birds of Tokyo for this one. Uh, yeah, I think that it's it's got to be their year. Teskies are up for eight awards. As I said before, they've already won one. I really, really want to see Birds take home a couple. It's been a really big year for them. And just for, for such an emotional year, I think, as well, mm. these songs are so raw and just really resonating with the audience. And I think that for that, I think that they really deserve best group. They've gone on a national tour with Bon Jovi. Their Aussie tour is just sold out. I reckon... Birds of Tokyo got this one. Yeah, let's hope so. Fingers and toes crossed. Now, let's go down to another category that uh, we uh, we look at quite seriously. This is the best hard rock heavy metal album. Now, you've got uh, Dead Letter Circus, who we haven't heard from in a while. Always been a big fan of theirs. Clowns. Northlane, uh, who I've been listening to a little bit lately, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard infest the rat's nest, and DZ Death Rays, um, who are very popular on the Australian heavy scene. Cassie, I'm going to hand this one to you because I think you know more about this than me, but just from what I've heard, I think that uh, Dead Letter Circus could be a real shot here. I love every single one of these bands. They are all so different sounding. Mm -hmm. It's disappointing that we don't have more smaller genre awards because a lot of these guys are kind of more in the punk scene and it's a little weird that they're in this category. But anyway, I'm a fan of all of them. They're all really hardworking, being the underdogs, being in the heavy scene. You do have to play a million shows overseas before you can even get nominated for something like that. Mm. Um, oh, it's, it's a hard one. I think that North Lane's Alien is one, again, talking about raw topics, I think that it's really great to see a lot of these Aussie musos being really honest with 
with their struggles. Mm. And that album is just so intense. And if you haven't listened to it, if you don't really know about North Lane, check them out. They had a singer change a couple of years ago. Uh, they work their ass off. I saw them at Download a couple of years ago. And this album is is really brutal, but it's really worth a listen. So I think for their just for their whole songwriting and their honesty for this year's noms, I, I want North Lane to win it, saying that King Gizzard put on a great show and uh, Infest the Rat's Nest is a really fun thrash record. So it's it's between those guys. Doesn't sound like a jazz record to me. Um, <laughs> now, let's go to Best Female Artist. We've had so many great uh, female artists that have not only just emerged on the scene uh, this year and last year, but also uh, on the world as well. I mean, Amy Shark has been kicking so many goals. Uh, she's even worked with uh, Blink-182's Mark Hoppus, I believe, um, over in LA. Um, she's just going from strength to strength. Jessica Mowboy always seems to get a few nominations at the Aura Award. She did some great things over at Eurovision. And then we've got some new ones down here, and I I know you know more about them than me, uh, but Tones and I are getting quite the rap at the moment. Uh, Thelma Plume and Julia Jacqueline. Okay, female artist. Mm. I think this is a huge category. Um, not at many of the artists we support here at Triple M, but a lot of them are just fantastic. Uh, Thelma's actually had Paul Kelly and Paul McCartney work on her new record. Like, it's insane. Like, Paul McCartney is on her new record. <laughs> it's amazing. He's not one. He wouldn't be an easy get. No, and it happened pure by pure accident. Um, but it's it's fantastic. And I mean, if someone like Paul McCartney can recognise her talent, I feel that we should be in our national music awards. Uh, Jessica Malboy is always a favourite of mine, and and she's just so lovable. But Amy Shark is she's just great. You know, she's playing huge stages mm. here. She's doing all the American television appearances. I kind of think it's going to be Amy's year this year. Yes. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you on that one. Uh, She has done well. I'm loving her new music as well, which we're playing here frequently during the day. Uh, So I think that uh, this could be Amy's night once again. She had a big Aries last year as well. I'm going to go down to Best Male Artist, since we just looked at the Best Female Artist. So many great blokes here. Dean Lewis, he's had a huge year overseas. He did the American talk show circuit, and the feedback from audiences has been huge. Guy Sebastian, of course, is an Australian favourite, but again, Paul Kelly's in the mix with nature. You've got Matt Corby, who I've always been a big fan of, because he sort of shook off the shackles of that modern music reality TV uh, stick uh, that he had, because obviously he went on the show, but his song Brother Speaks for Itself, and Hayden James. Uh, so this is a very, very tough one. Cassie, uh, I'll get your thoughts here first. I think it's got to be Paul. Yeah, safe bet. I mean, you would think that he is um, he's the odds-on favourite, but, you know, Dean Lewis has had a big, big 12 months, and, I mean, he's played everywhere. I mean, I can't think of anywhere in the world he hasn't played, and he's been making so many waves, pardon the pun, um, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Dean Lewis is the dark horse in this one. Well, I remember watching last year's awards, and I think Dean was nominated for maybe five, and he took home, like, best video clip, and I really felt for him yeah, because I know. he's been working hard, not only, you know, kind of worldwide, but behind the scenes. He's actually a sound engineer by trade, yes, and he's been working behind the scenes for a very long time, so he does deserve it. I remember interviewing Dean Lewis uh, on the red carpet at the Arias, and he told me, man, it's so funny to be on this side of the fence. I used to be on your side of the fence holding the boom. Uh, doing the interviews. Uh, yeah. So it must be just a crazy it's just a crazy time for him in general. Now, I want to jump down to Best Rock Album, Cassie. I'll tell you why. Jimmy Barnes is riding high at the moment. We're loving his new album, My Criminal Record, and Shutting Down Our Town, the hit single. We know Chisel have gotten back for a summer tour, which they're doing. Jimmy's got one nom. 
in best rock album. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And like you said, it's really been Jimmy's year, uh, not only with the new record, but his book tour. Yeah. He's done some massive shopping centre appearances this year. He is huge. He's everywhere. And he's only nominated for one aria. Now, Can't when the it. announcement came out, I was pretty shocked because I honestly thought that he would be cleaning up this year. Mm. He's worked on kids' records. Um, this is the only one he's nominated for, and it's going to be a big shame if he doesn't take it home. Saying that, he is in a massive, with massive, massive bands. Um, he's got plenty. I'm sure he's got a whole house dedicated to his awards. Um, but you've also got there Amel and the Sniffers, who is just a band that I adore door. And if you don't know them, check them out. They're definitely bringing that Aussie pub rock back to the mainstream. Uh, you've got Holy Holy, Midnight Oil and Skeggs. Now Skeggs is one of those cool band that I guess the kids are listening to. And I sound so old saying that. You've got Midnight Oil who are just the oils. Like, I mean, yeah. it's the oils. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I really hope that Jimmy gets it. I do too. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Jimmy to get that one. And because he's, because he's nominated for just one, I think the pressure will be on. Uh, That's for him to it. Take that and home. it is a brilliant record. My Criminal Record is his first awesome. album of originals in 10 years. He's enlisted his Best friends and some amazing writers such as Chris Chaney and obviously Don Walker is there writing some Troy Casadaly as well. Exactly. And I just mm. think that in terms of a record, uh, the production, the players on it, it really deserves to take home Best Rock Album for 2019. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Now, you and I go to a lot of gigs, Cassie. We love our live music. And an award that I always take the biggest interest in is the Best Australian Live Act because you are not as good as you think you are unless you can pull it off live. And, of course, the Best Live Act uh, category is packed with some huge talent. Amy Shark again, Baker Boy, Hilltop Hoods, Gang of Yous and Electric Fields. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't heard much about Electric Fields, but I've seen Gang of Youths play a couple of times. I saw them at the Arias a couple of years back when they took home like seven awards. They're the nicest blokes in the world. I've seen Hilltop Hoods a gazillion times. Um, I'm going to say Gang of Youths. I mean, they put on a live show, whether they're playing to five or 5,000 or 50,000, they bring it every time. Yeah, I've got to agree with you on that one. Mm. Uh, they're just such big energy and they're one of those bands that you don't have to know any of their songs to enjoy their show. And it doesn't matter if you are at the front of the mosh pit or if you're hanging at the back in the seats, they somehow make you, everybody in that audience feel like they're part of the show. Mm. Um, and that goes a long way. So, I mean, it's tough competition. I love the Teskey Brothers. I love Amy Shark. Even Keith Urban is an amazing performer live, but mm. I have to say that Gang of Youths are going to take this one. I agree with you. Now, I'm going to get a little bit controversial here, Cassie. I hope you don't mind. Um, this is the Australian Recording Industry Awards, the ARIAs, that you and I are talking about. So why would we have a category saying Best International Artist? I don't agree with it. I don't think it should be part of the night because we should be solely focusing on uh, Australian artists and Australian music. But again, obviously, we do listen to a lot of international music, so maybe they think uh, maybe they think that they need to uh, you know, have a category. Ariana Grande, who cares? Billie Eilish, who cares? Ed Sheeran, who cares? George Ezra, who cares? Khaled, Pink, Post Malone, Shawn Mendes, Taylor Swift and Travis Scott. Look, the only one on there that I really truly like and does deserve it because she... It's probably the hardest working woman, uh, a person in music, is Pink. So I'm going to give it to Pink if we have to. Am I being too harsh here, Cassie? I don't even know half of those artists. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. 
I'm just, I, yeah, I'm out of touch with that. And I mean, maybe it's a good excuse to get the Arias uh, in some international media yeah, or exactly. get some of those international guests over at the awards, but I have no idea and I, I can't comment. <laughs> yeah, let's just skip it, eh? All right, so we'll, look, we'll go to the big award of the night. We'll wrap it up here, but this is the one uh, that everyone really wants to get. Of course, it is the album of the year. It's usually the last award of the night. Let's go through it quickly. Dean Lewis, Hilltop Hoods, Thelma Plume, the Teskey Brothers and Rufus DeSole. Look, I think you're going to have to say the Teskey Brothers. I mean, you know, I don't know why Jimmy's not in there again. But um, I'm going to say the Teskies because of the amount of nominations they've got. Um, it just seems like this is the whole night's building towards this award for them. It'd be a real shame if they don't take this one home. Mm. Uh, Run Home Slow is such a beautiful album. And these guys are, have just really encompassed that classic 60s kind of blues and given it a nice modern twist and mm. I guess what you see live is what you get on the record and I, I really, really hope that they get to take this on home. Yes, well, there is going to be some big battles on the night. Cassie Walker and myself, Billy, have been talking about the 2019 ARU Awards that are happening up in Sydney. You'll be able to watch it on TV. Of course, we'll be covering all the awards here on Triple M. My very dear friend and fellow rocker, Cassie Walker, the Triple M Digital Music Lead, I want to thank you so much for your time to come on and discuss the ARU Awards. Thanks so much, Billy.